You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome back to Becky All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you. Hey, swing for the fences with BetMGM. To get the offer in three easy steps, log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android. Play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game from May 27th to September 7th. Be a batter and pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on the area of the strike zone you pick, you get a single, double, triple, or home run, or a pop-out and receive the prize associated with that type of hit played once a day. Prizing must be used on Major League Baseball and expires in 24 hours. Okay, so we went over Super Bowl and AFC Insights. Now let's talk about NFC Insights per BetMGM. The favorite, the Philadelphia Eagles at plus 260. Highest ticket proportion goes to the Lions at more than 35%. Wow, biggest handle (laughs) also to the Lions. And guess what? The Lions are the biggest liability. Okay. Let (laughs) – I will actually play devil's advocate here for one moment and explain why I think the Lions at least offer value here. I don't know if I like it. It's not a bet I'm going to make, but this is why I understand it and won't besmirch it. So going back to our Ringer article that we've cited a couple of times now as far as Uh, best offenses for this upcoming season. When Jared Goff was the quarterback of the Rams and then later the Lions, you look at offensive DVOA. 2017, the offense uh, for the Rams ranked sixth. 2018, second. Then there was a dip, 16th, 10th, and then 2021, it was 29th, but it has uh, since moved back up to fifth with Ben Johnson as the offensive coordinator for the Lions. So we've seen some excellent years with Jared Goff at the helm. We like the wide Mm -hmm. receivers. We like the game planning. We will like the running game now. And this is a division where it wouldn't take a whole heck of a lot for the Lions to pull away. Yeah, and they're the favorite. But are they a vulnerable favorite? Maybe. Good luck picking the team in the NFC North not make name the lot. Like you could make a case that it's going to be any of them, and it could be. And, th- and that's a division that you know we'll we'll give our full breakdown on the NFC North coming up. But do I want to go elsewhere? Yeah, I probably would. It's not a division where I'm saying okay, the favorite is absolutely going to win. Should they be favored by as much as they are? It's just it's just everything else you have in the division and the number of turnover. 
that we're seeing. Even really good teams like Minnesota, they change so much on defense. Now you could say that there's only one direction for their defense to go, and and I would agree with that. I, yeah, I guess, I guess that's why they're the fourth favorite in the NFC, just because everything else is so bad. And now Aaron Rodgers is gone and the bears are rebuilding and we don't know if they have their quarterback of the future and the, the regression monster is going to go get Minnesota and you're left with the Lions standing there. They do have a lot of change though. Three new starters on offense, four new starters on defense. It's a, a challenging start to the season but I, I wouldn't say that their schedule is filled with a lot of gimmies. And that's my problem with going in on Detroit, big picture-wise. I'll tell you, after just discussing the AFC, Ed, I found it a lot easier to, to <laughs> land on teams that I like in the NFC because there are very few of them. <laughs> did you did you mm-hmm. find uh, find it easier just to where we have strong opinions on NFC teams that are going to have a high ceiling? Where you know what I I like this play for the conference and or Super Bowl. It is something where th- there were very few teams I cornered for the NFC. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like any of them to win the Super Bowl, and so bet on that as you see fit. This idea that, okay, uh, find an NFC team that, that, you know, will dominate and then all they have to do is just win one really tough game in the Super Bowl. That's not really how that works. I get that, you know, path does matter in a lot of sports, but this to me isn't the year where if you can pick an NFC team that can get hot, then they can knock off the Chiefs or the Bengals or the Bills or whomever. I, I just don't think it works that way. I think the AFC is just that much stronger to where, I, I mean, this will still be an exciting Super Bowl because they always tend to be, but I'm still backing the AFC. In fact, if you want to make a bet that the AFC is the winning conference, there may be value in that at this point, just because of all the great quarterbacks they have and how everything is getting so saturated in that conference. You're probably fine as far as that's concerned. So uh, just something to think about here. So looking at the NFC, everything starts with a quarterback, Right. And I mentioned Jared Goff uh, being part of a a trendy pick with the Lions. If you look at EPA CPOE composite, just a nice catch-all quarterback metric, Jared Goff was ninth best last season among all qualifiers. Dak Prescott was eighth. Geno Smith was seventh. Jalen Hurts was second. I think Hurts uh, is due for some regression. So doesn't the winner of the NFC have to come out of the following group? Seahawks, Cowboys, Lions, Eagles. Seahawks, Cowboys, Lions, Eagles. Doesn't have to come from those four. Does it have to come from those four? Yeah, because I had a tough time going down the board and making a case for a team with value. I I thought we could do it in the AFC side, and maybe we can with Seattle. But aside from the Seahawks, if you count them, because they're 14 to 1 and they're what, like the fifth or sixth favorite, something like that, maybe then. But, but, but after Seattle, like New Orleans, Minnesota, Giants, Bears, Falcons, Packers, Command, no, none of them. I do think it's going to come from that group, Ed. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I'm actually, I, I'm going to have fewer bets. So it's interesting that you're going to have, if you bet on this market, 
You're just going to have NFC and stop there because you don't think they're going to they're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, but jeez, I how many teams do you like? I do think it's from that group. Yeah, I, it, to me, it's four: Seahawks, Cowboys, Lions, Eagles. I, I think those four. Uh, and yeah. I will probably parse it down a little bit more, but I think it's going to be one of those four uh, coming out of the NFC. One thing that I also did yeah. is, is I look at these four and I'm trying to think if I have a lean uh, in any one direction. Let's extend the sample size to the last two years when looking at these quarterbacks and EPA CPOE composite. Dak Prescott is sixth in the NFL. Geno Smith is eight or 10th. Uh, only started three games in 2021, so-so success rate of 44.4%. So a lot of that is being weighted uh, based upon his performance from last year. So be careful with that. Jalen Hurts was eighth. So Dak sixth, Hurts eighth. It's possible that the winner of the NFC East once again represents that conference. And if I extend the sample size, I'm more comfortable with the Cowboys and the Eagles than I am with the Seahawks and the Lions. And uh, now Dak's getting Brandon Cooks. I'll be honest. I, I'm a little surprised at that number, that he ranks that high. I don't think he's talked about in that manner, that he is among the elites in, in some ways. Look, I blame I have, Aaron. Yeah, prob- in part, in part. Um, I talked about it all offseason. I, I don't have the group of teams that I like as as much as large as the AFC side. Everything's Dallas for me. It really is. And, it, and it's kind of scary that I am this convinced on at least a conference bet before the season starts. But, I mean, that's where I'm at. And I, I like all of the moves that they made. They got better defensively as well. They added a weapon on offense that I like. Uh, the backfield's going to get better. I I really like Dallas. I do. To win the East, to win the conference. I, I would disagree with you, though. I understand what you're saying as far as the depth, that no matter what, there's going to be a great quarterback representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. But as, if Dallas is as strong as I think they're going to be this year, I wouldn't necessarily say, whoa, they're going to be a big dog to an AFC team. Because that AFC team, you know, it could be Baltimore. It could be the Chargers, and it could be Jacksonville. You know, if Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. continues this, we, we made a case for them being the one seed. So I, I'm not dead set on the AFC representative winning the Super Bowl. I, I do think that if Dallas does have a great year and they're there, that they could win it. How about we say, all right, you know what? Maybe Dak isn't that good. Maybe he's average. Like, if okay. you're saying he's worse than average, I, I can't talk to you anymore. But, let, okay, <laughs> let, let's say Dak is average. Fine. Okay. Yeah. But let's, let's just use that as our standard. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. What is this defense going to look like? Micah Parsons leading the way? That's amazing. They were number one in pressure rate last season. They added Stephon Gilmore. They have more depth at cornerback. That was one of the big things that hurt them toward this uh, down the stretch last season was uh, cornerback injuries. So they added more depth there. Mozzie Smith could be a great run stuffer, which they really need to have, like we talked about before, going up against Philadelphia twice. They're so good at the quarterback sneak. They may have addressed that. They may be the only team that can address it at this point. But this defense could be the best in the NFL. And if it is, then you can have an average quarterback and still make it to the Super Bowl. Please make them a dog week five at San Francisco. Please. They are right now. <laughs> I will be uh, all in on that one. Oh, man. There are some spots. There are some challenging spots for them, but I agree with everything you had to say. Is the only question offensive play caller? Is that it? Is it McCarthy and Schottenheimer? Is that is that the only thing that could take this team down? I shouldn't say only thing because there's some awesome quarterbacks out there, but is that the biggest concern? To me, the change was made to keep Prescott from throwing into so many tight windows because he did it a lot and it led to a lot of interceptions. I'm hoping Mm -hmm. they don't overcorrect to where they don't push the ball down the field and they get a little bit more conservative. Um, Certainly it's an advantage not to have to force, uh, force feed Ezekiel Elliott anymore. I think that's a huge advantage there because Zeke was great for three yard gains, but when you needed five or six and you call the run play, well, that's just not going to work. Red zone, he was still effective, but this to me suggests that sure. It's a question. I think it's fair to say if they don't overcorrect, I think they will be just fine. You need to let Prescott take some risks. I think every quarterback has to take some risks, right? If you play too conservatively and you do these sort of short throws, then random things do happen. You can still have a high interception total and the ball's just not bouncing your way. You do have to take risks, throw the ball down the field, sometimes in tight windows. They may have done it too much, so maybe they can scale back a little bit, but you still have to take risks in the NFL to be effective. And I would hope that Prescott... Uh, will still be allowed, like he's still throwing the football. But I would hope that there is a cultural approach to where the Cowboys will have no problem still taking risks. Yeah. Um, do you, so you think bad luck was not a factor in a lot of those turnovers 
that it was because of the tight windows, the chances he was taking? Partially. Also, personnel may have something to do with it. You mentioned adding adding Brandon Cooks. I mean, this is going to be a better wide receiver core than last year, and that has to mean something, right? Just in terms of communication, timing, things like that. That may alleviate the problem right then and there. But I also think that there were probably some plays called and maybe some throws made, some decisions made on the fly that perhaps shouldn't have been made. But, you know, every quarterback's going to make mistakes. That's fine. It's just I, I worry about, as Mike McCarthy, the play caller, are they going to keep things too conservative? Because if you do, you also run the risk of having turnovers. Yeah, so um, it's been a constant theme on this show, and, and I know a lot of people are jumping in now. So we are not talking about the Niners because we do not believe in the Niners this year, and that's why they're not being talked about that much as the second favorite in the in the NFC, uh, you also mentioned uh, possibility of Philly, Detroit, Seattle. Any one of those stand out to you as a play that you would make uh, to win the NFC? I, I talked about Dallas. Uh, I would also consider Seattle, which which did make your list. Mm-hmm. You get the Rams and the Cardinals twice. That certainly helps. <laughs> I know mm-hmm. uh, the travel is a bit of a disadvantage for the Seahawks, but look, there's value there because they're not even the favorites to win their own division. So they're certainly mm-hmm. going to offer some value as far as uh, the conference goes. So I think that makes a lot of sense. I don't know that they can be the one. doesn't really? mean that they they won't get to the Super Bowl, but I, I'm not sure uh, that it could end up with the, uh, the most wins in the NFC. Fair enough. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight, coming right up here on the BetQL Network.